Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 202 of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast. I'm Nick Nitro, and on this episode, uh, we have a very special friend, Jerome Wetzel, a.k.a. Jimmy Daly, a.k.a. James Daly. Uh, uh, he writes uh, reviews under the pen name uh, Jerome Wetzel. He also, uh, and that's on Blog Critics. He also does articles uh, on his own website and for the TV King and for Seat 42F. So check out all his stuff. Um, he also uh, occasionally uh, guests on Barbara Barnett's podcast. Um, so uh, check out tons of his stuff at JeromeWetzelTV.com uh, or at AnActorsNightmare.com. Uh but it's we want to also point out our sponsors, uh, our amazing sponsors. They they uh, help support and keep the show active and keep it going, keep it going, keep it going full steam. Um, first up, Audible.com. Over a hundred thousand titles to choose from. You know, sign up now, get your free audiobook and a fourteen day trial just by going to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggy. Just as simple as that. And also uh, our other sponsor, the amazingly awesome and cool. TV King, uh, found at www.thetvking.com. Scope out tons of reviews, watch your favorite television shows online, and much more. Uh, again, that's www.thetvking.com. Um, matter of fact, you'll find some of uh, Jimmy's reviews, some of my reviews on there as well, and other uh, individuals' reviews as well, covering all types of TV from House of Cards on Netflix to Community to The Walking Dead and much more. That's at www.thetvking.com. You can also scope out uh, the Twitter for The TV King at, at The TV King. You get tons of uh, updates and reviews and just commentary on television as it's happening from The, uh, from the TV King himself. So uh, episode uh, 202, we have uh, it's a great episode. As I said, Jimmy's in it with me. And uh, we discuss a lot of fun stuff from, uh, from Cats to Sesame Street to time travel and much much more so uh, sit back and relax and enjoy episode 202 of the good the bad and the Geek podcast warning the podcast you're about to hear is very filthy we say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway it'll cause you not to eat your vegetables and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead real or fictional to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits all celebrity voices are impersonated and new celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show Callie for short. What's her full name? Calliope. Calliope. Really, don't, Morgan won't admit this, but she's named after Grey's Anatomy. Because I just suggested Callie, and she liked the name, and I'm like, well, her name's Calliope, we'll just call her Callie. And Morgan's like, that's fine, whatever. And then she realized that it was because there's a Grey's Anatomy character named Callie that I suggested so you it. your girlfriend into naming a character after a TV show character? She was my wife at the time. Or your wife, yeah. We were married, but when we got Callie. See, I, that, I completely don't remember. I don't know when the timeline of Calliope Jane Tillerman. That's the that didn't all come. No, that or the cat's name, but that didn't all come up at once. It was a gradual process. Is that on the cat's like certificate, or whatever, like no. license? No. 
do you actually have a license for your cat? No. And she's been to the vet. It just says Callie on the vet record. That's fascinating because shouldn't all animals have license? No. Really? I no. thought that was just a very commonplace thing. Like they Most all... dogs do, but no, you're not required to have... I don't know if dogs are required or not. Cats are not required to be licensed. You are required to keep up their rabies shot by law, but that's like the only legal requirement well, I, yeah, with yeah. owning a cat. And they're both well out of date of their rabies shots, so... Oh, I was at the vet for something else with her, and uh, they're like, have you kept up her shots? And I'm like, well, she's an indoor cat. She never goes out. They're like, oh, well, these shots are important for uh, indoor cats more so than outdoor cats. And the rabies one is legally required. I'm like, oh, okay. They're like, but we don't suggest doing that today because we're treating her for something else, so you should schedule that later. But they've never, like, contacted me to be like, you have to schedule it. Well, yeah. So. See, that's how they get you, right? That's how they get you. How? Who gets you? The man. That's how the man brings you down, Jimmy. But they never like came back and said I like called me and said you need to bring it in. Well, it's my responsibility to take care of it. They don't like report you or anything. Well, they probably and theory they should, but they probably won't because they lose your business. Well, and what's the penalty for not getting your cat a rabies shot? Probably you a small fine, and then you take it in and get the rabies shot. That would be my guess. I would like to get them shots. I just haven't got around to it. Okay. They seem fine. You're, you're, you're too busy buying, buying yourself a very nice TV. Absolutely. And, uh, Priorities. Well, I, like, I like how you motioned. Like, people Priorities. Can see that. Like, people can see that. Well, we're yeah. not even recording, are we? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, is this part of the show? Uh-huh. Oh, that's good to know. Well, you there? I did not know we were doing the show yet. I knew you were like getting set up, but I didn't yeah. know that we were recording. See, this is my new thing. It's a uh, it's rogue conversation, casual conversation, rogue casual conversation. Well, I was expecting you around twelve thirty ish, and I was cleaning the fish tank. And it doesn't look clean because it's kind of smeared. I'm terrible with glass, but I got oh all my the like God, Jimmy, your fish. Tank I got all the stuff. like um, brown stuff that grows on the side cleaned up. Mold. No, it's not mold. It's uh, not algae. Mold. Algae. Yeah. I got the algae cleaned up. Well, you know, mold is a living thing, though. Yes. And You're I killing something when you kill more, when, you, when you take the mold out. Technically, killing. And I should just buy some snails and stick them in the tank, so I don't have to worry about cleaning the algae. But I haven't done it yet. So uh, yeah, and I was putting in a new filter and everything, cleaning it all up. And I had the Daily Show on, and I'm like, oh, Allison Breeze on the Daily Show from Monday night. I bet Nick hasn't seen this. If he comes in and it's on, he'll want to sit down and watch it. But and then you missed it. So well. Oh, man. Today's been messed up. So my girlfriend gets up at 7.30. Mm-hmm. I'm out the door. I go to work out. Hence my... You can't see it, but I'm wearing, like, Reebok uh, workout clothes. I have her hair, apparently. And then, uh, yeah, I just look like a bum. A workout bum. A working out bum. Oh. Yeah, I can just touch bum. What's the difference between a workout bum and a regular bum? A workout bum is a bum who, before he became a bum, wore workout clothes. That he, he, you know, he would go to the gym in. But now, he's a bum. Uh, yeah. Is, and he only has one day, one workout's worth of stink on him instead of days of living on the street? Um, you don't know. You haven't been living on the street. That's true, but maybe I had the stink of two days. You could. But I don't smell anything, so... Maybe I'm playing Nathan Haley, or DJ Meat, and I just don't bathe for like four days. I was watching Archer today... And... Because I, I got some early screening stuff from FX, and I, I accidentally... And I accidentally turned on next week's Archer instead of tonight's Archer, which kind of ticked me off because I got a lot of stuff to do today and I really didn't have time to do that. But then after I watched it, I was like, this is a good episode. I want to write something about it. So I took the time to write anyway because otherwise I got to do it while it's fresh in my mind and whatever. 
But anyway, it occurred to me just some of the things Archer was saying that he was a lot. There it goes. Yeah. Uh, some of the things Archer was saying would totally be things Nathan Haley would say. Um, but yeah, I, right. I th- thought Archer was a little bit like DJ Meat. And then, who did you say? Oh, the other character was like... Who was like... Jo- no, the, a voice of Dr. Krieger was reminding me of the creepy waiter John did for the Christmas sketch. Oh, you know. Yeah. Just the... I can't do it. I can't... No, but it just... I that character is kind of a minor character and he hasn't had like a ton of stuff but and maybe the voice has changed slightly over time but today when I was watching it I was like that was reminding me of the creepy waiter because you know there's one girl at work who had a kid and like okay when you grew up did your parents like let you watch Sesame Street or Mr. Rogers or anything like mm-hmm. that okay like Sesame Street it's a nice little, little yeah well yeah you probably maybe also had Barney no, I missed the Barney. I I got a little Barney when I was in my babysitting days, babysitting my cousins and stuff, and they were watching it. But I never watched Barney. But still, but they watched Barney and Sesame Street. I'm assuming. By I Barney. assume so. I don't remember watching Sesame Street with them, but probably at some point they watched it. Okay. Well, okay. So I mean, everybody watches Sesame Street, right? No. There's one girl at work who just had a kid. She's like, I'm not gonna let my kid watch Sesame Street. I'm like, Why? Why? She's like, Because it's not funny. I'm like, How do you not find? Seriously, like, I watch Sesame Street now. I'm like, It's so damn clever. I haven't watched. Like they, in you years, know, they do but... they do parodies of Mad Men. I saw that Mad Men parody, well, they, they, and I saw their Glee one too. Yeah, like there are they're pretty clever. Yeah. For, come on, for Sesame Street, you I, know what I mean, where the kid the references the are lost on the kids. But they, they I feel really like those clever. are in there just to kind of. Make the parents halfway appreciate it just a little bit more when they're forced to watch it. I don't know. So another guy at work, uh, or because they get bored and they want to do creative things that appeal to them. Well, the it's both because, like, look, like it's almost like Animaniacs was for us. Like we watch Animaniacs, or if you watch Rocky and Boinkle, that sh- those shows, like when you're watching as a kid, you're like, oh, it's a giant talking moose. This is automatically funny to me. Mm-hmm. If you wa- listen to it, or it's like, oh, the Warner Brothers, they live in a Warner Child, they meet movie stars. That's amazing, because we're, yeah. we're growing up, the age of celebrity was starting to really kick in. Right. So that's us. It's like, ooh, it's crazy cool. And it's like an animated version of Roger Rabbit, except for there's no live action yet, even though it's supposed to be like that. Like, that's how I always looked at it. I was like, this is oh, so cool. Like, I if they actually shot a live way. action version of this, it would be like Roger Rabbit. The Warner Brothers, no Bugs Bunny. But they interact with real people, and they drive the real people nuts. Because they're the Warner Brothers. They're mm-hmm. screwed. Yeah. But then you listen to the jokes. Like, they make jokes. It's like, uh, hey, siblings, go over there and get some fingerprints. Uh, hey, can you get fingerprints for me? You want me to do what? And they pull through the porthole, like, p- prints. And Dot's like, you want me to fingerprints? No. <laughs> and, then, and, then she, and she goes, ooh, and throws him out the porthole. And he goes, good night. Like, that's an adult joke that got yeah. put on the air on a kid's show. Well, Animaniacs holds up any time. I mean, that's just a great show. Well, but, okay. But in the same instance, like, they could be, if you watch some of the older Sesame Street episodes, you automatically have respect for it because it's nostalgia and you grew up watching that. But if you would watch it today, like, with fresh eyes, you're probably like, this is so stupid. Probably. This isn't really funny at all. Probably. And, you know, if you would like some of those new ones, like, partly it is, it's like, it's clever enough that it makes you as an adult go, I get that. And you know what? If I had a kid, I'd let my kid watch this, and I would not be annoyed with it. Because one of my other coworkers who does let his kids watch Sesame Street, sits there and goes, you know what? I was so terrified I wanted to just watch Sesame Street all day long, and you know what I do? And I actually enjoy it more than the kid does. Because I get all the references, I know who all the famous people are. 
And you know what? Elmo's really not that annoying. I mean, even though he's a pedophile, but that's okay. Not anymore. That's right. They have a new Elmo. Right. New Elmo's not Doesn't the pedophile. new Elmo doesn't kick in officially until March because they have so many episodes ahead of I like have that. no idea. But they never proved he was a pedophile. He's not locked up in jail. That's and it's not like he was going after little kids. I mean, it's not an excuse to go after a 14 or 15-year-old either, but it's not like he was going after five-year-olds, is my point. I like how now he wasn't going after Sesame Street's target audience. Well, that's just great, Jimmy. Which is better that than... That makes it okay. No, it doesn't make it okay. It just... I don't know. I When I heard he was there was something with a kid, I thought he was going after little, little kids. And that really, really bothered me. Now it just, it's it does bother me, but it's not... The same kind of... It's it, not the same level. There okay. are degrees of terribleness. Now, and it's still terrible. There are degrees of terrible... Okay. There are degrees of terribleness. There, there are. Now, here's the thing, though. Have you watched the documentary Being Elmo? No. And now I won't, probably. Oh, okay. It's actually really good up until the very end, mm-hmm. where it shows him taking, like... I think eight to ten year old, fourteen year old kids, and showing them the Muppet Workshop. And when you're watching it, like he seems like almost as excited as they are. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, really, dude? Like, is it because the camera's on? This just feels awfully like. In the back of your mind, you make that joke. Oh, and maybe he didn't probably... really do anything. And it's false accusation. Yeah, I mean, well, he'd, he'd be serving jail time. Wouldn't he? If he, they had any proof. Not possibly. If you touch a fourteen-year-old and there's proof, okay, but this you're goes in back jail. To this, but then this comes up to the Michael Jackson argument. Yeah, which is they they sort of had proof, but they, the same thing they never had. There, proof. Was, there, was, there were allegations, but there the, weren't. The same thing with this. There were allegations. There weren't an enough email. to arrest him. There's an email trail, but it's not enough to arrest him. It's the same thing, and I just feel. But here's the thing, though, too. Kevin Clash. No one knew, but probably five years ago, who Kevin Clash was. Unless you're like us, mm-hmm. a modest geek. Who knows enough about the industry? Like, you know who Jim Henson is. You right. know who Kevin Clash is. You know who Frank Oz is. A lot of people know Jim Henson. Not a lot of people know Frank Oz is Frank Oz. They just know, oh, Frank Oz, he's a Muppet guy. They don't know. Well, we know that he did, you know, right. Miss Piggy. Yeah. Kevin Clash, we all know that he did, like, you know, he does Elmo. I didn't know that until he, like, did the documentary and started making the rounds. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like he's... He and, got and his that. star. And the, so the lesson is, if you're a pedophile, don't get famous. Just stay quiet, keep your head down, and keep doing what you're doing. Right. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> don't say right. <laughs> that is I know. horrible. I, I know. Well, I mean, you're just saying that probably never would have been an issue if he hadn't gotten big. Right. But, it's true. Well, but, but I, okay... As or if it had been an issue, we wouldn't have heard about it. Right, because at the end of the day, I don't care how much money you have, there are some things you cannot make go away. That's true. And I... Herpes? Really, and I really think, well, you're, you can cover stuff up better, but it, it... Herpes is pretty hard to cover up. Well, well played. Well played. I wasn't going for that. I was talking about... Like, okay, I know what you're talking about. I just felt thing. the need that to- I know. But, like, that really... That sunk his career. It really did, and you know what? You know what the best thing for Michael Jackson's career was? Is His that he death. Died. I know. And you know what? That's so, have you seen this? Is it? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. It's fantastic. I got a press pass I to go. I wrote about it a little bit, but that was when I first started writing. So I, it I, I, it was amazing, and I was surprised. As a matter of fact, it I was, was like, good. You know I don't I, think I'll ever watch it again. But oh, I neither would I. It was interesting, but it made me fascinating. Realize that yeah, I would have loved to see that show, and because I never did see a Michael show, Michael, and neither did you. But mm. I, I well, you know, maybe I went to three. Jimmy, I know you enough to know you would not go to that. The tickets would be amazingly expensive. Yeah, I, I don't go to very many concerts. It's got to be something really special, or i got to get free tickets. 
like I've seen Billy Joel and Billy Joel and Elton John because those are shows I would have paid for, but I got free tickets. Or I always pay for Bare Naked Ladies, except last summer and they were touring with all those other people, and I just decided, nah. Because I didn't want to sit through all the other people. Oh, yeah. Well, it was like five bands or something. Well, it depends on who it would be. So, like, yeah. I think it was Blues, Blues Traveler and... Oh, yeah. See, I don't like two songs by them. There were like there were like five bands, so that's why I had no desire to go. Understandable. But normally I see Bare Naked Ladies every time. The last three times they had toured, I've seen them. Two of see, them with yeah, you. Yeah, you didn't see them with... Uh... Ingrid Michaelson, did you? I did. Well, they, 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 well, I saw them in Louisville, and it might have been her last night with them. But I drug Morgan, and we went to Louisville and saw them when they were touring Does that Morgan time. Does not like them? Or, like, she doesn't love them. She doesn't love them. She likes their most recent album, the Subway Car and stuff, better than any of their old stuff. She actually found a couple songs on the album that she actually really liked, and she had no inkling who Ingrid Michaelson was or had never heard a song by her, even though I had a couple on my iPod before that concert, and she loved Ingrid Michaelson because of that concert, so she liked going for that reason. Well, I remember that one song that she's really popular for is from Grey's Anatomy. See, that's how I know her, because I got her in, like, Grey's Anatomy soundtracks and stuff. And, uh, I... I didn't know it was her, I just knew the song, and I was like, oh my god, that's her, mm-hmm. and... I just thought it was so funny. She was foul-mouthed, dirty, hilarious, though. Like She was very interactive. I mean... That's what I like in a concert. That's like what Bare Naked Ladies do. They keep the audience involved. They're not just sitting there, standing there, playing their songs. Well, I told Bradley, I was like, uh, my, this one uh, friend of my girlfriend, mm-hmm. he has his own band. Yeah. Ohio the Giant. You should check them out. They're pretty cool. Uh, he pretty much... Uh, they, they did some really cool... They're, yeah, they're a local band, so they do cover songs and whatever. And I just said, and they would sort. They didn't do too much of it, but they sort of interacted. But I was like, but that's a little bit different than like a a major actor paying like yeah. seventy eighty dollars to see, you know. In some cases, you know, I went up there to be entertained, and I liked someone to not say, you know, hi there, Columbus, like a last Morrison. Lance Morris that yes, she, yeah, she we walked out of her concert. We did, and I felt horrible because it's a last Morrison, but I'm like. Ladies. This is boring. It was boring as hell. It was. Well, I think it did help that like the first five songs were songs we hadn't heard of. That is true. Yeah, and right when we were leaving, that's when we heard uh, "I Am Mad at You," whatever that song is. Uh, I don't know. I want you to know. Yeah, and then we stopped, and the security guard was like, "You can't stop on the path. You either need to go back to your seats or keep going out to the parking lot." And we were just like, "Yeah, we're going back. We're going out the parking lot." And that's <laughs> that was when she toured with Bare Naked Ladies, and we saw them first. El Natural tour, right? We didn't pay for Atlantis and then walk out, right? Because that was a thing where they switched up every right. They were taking location. turns opening, and our location, uh, luckily, was BNL. BNL first, yeah. Otherwise, that would have been a pretty boring show that to sit through. It would have been. But, yeah, uh, uh, Ingrid will toss a little Lady Gaga in the middle of her songs. Yeah, which, which really was like. fun. Uh, no, Poker Face goes great with Soldier. It really does. It really does. So. And, yeah, I like Ingrid Michaelson. She's pretty, she's bitching. Here's the thing, though, you people don't know. I think it's just important to pull it out. And matter of fact, you know what? I will be the image on the GBGpodcast.com website, which is when we went to the concert when Ingrid played, I took mm-hmm. DJ Meat. And DJ Meat was, I think, humoring me to go. Uh-huh. Um, and because he liked that one song from the most recent album, uh, Four Seconds. Oh, okay. And uh, 
I might like it too, but I, I, you know, I like the fact that they rhymed orange with door hinge. I just, for some reason, that just, <laughs> it, 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 it amuses me to. You know, it's like, not, yeah, it's, it's like not, not quite a rhyme, but who dares even try? Right, B and L does, and they do it actually pretty well in the, how it's yeah. phrased down the song. So, and Nathan, silly like, Canadians, silly Canadians, always making up words, eh? uh, or not making up rhymes, eh? So we go to that, and I remember we go. It's in the Palace Theater here in Ohio, and we. Goes to the Huntington ATM, and we both get money out. We go to the show. Inger performs. It's amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. Yeah, she was wonderful. And uh, uh, when we're walking out, they're taking a break. And the word is is that while BNL gets set up, everyone can stay in their seats, or they can come out and do a meet and greet with Ingrid if you buy her stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm intrigued. Let's let's take a look at it. And on the way up to Ingrid, uh, DJ Meat explains that he didn't get money out. He instead just checked his balance. And I said, oh, well, that's cool. And then he's, like, concerned because he wished he got money out. And I just said, well, you know what, buddy? Just use your card. Because, look, they have a credit card machine. He goes looking for his card. Can't find it. He left it at the ATM. Oh, God. And it got eaten. Oh, it, God. It's now taken. So now he's freaking out. And now, looking at her up close, like, Nathan is taken away by her beauty. And she is foot. gorgeous. And she is gorgeous. But and the thing about Nathan is, is that if you have good looks and, and a brief voice yeah. or an excellent athlete, yeah. one of those two, it doesn't matter. If Ingrid Michaelson was a Olympic African-American woman, she right. would be the perfect girl for DJV. Or, or if, and if she had a beautiful voice, even perfecter. Well, no, no, I'm saying, as she is now, except yeah. she's also black and also competes in Olympic events. And then, yeah, he would, yeah, that would, that be, would be the perfect girl. That would girl. be the perfect woman. Yeah. But... I mean, taking the Black Olympic part out, it's a step up closer to that. Almost close. <laughs> taking the Black Olympian part out, I find her much more attractive. <laughs> I, nothing wrong with Black Olympian uh, winners. No, not at all, but or that's not my style. That way. I just uh, feel Runners that, up. Runner, Co- runners competitors. Up. Competitors. I just feel that, uh, yeah, no, you got to... Yeah, you I, like your women with less muscle than you? A little, uh, no, <laughs> that depends. Sometimes if you have good muscle control, uh, well, that's a different kind of muscle. muscle. And I'll have you know, Nick was pointing to his crotch. That's right. Aka, I'm talking about the vagina, boys and girls. The Kegel exercises. I'm that doing them right now. Vagina, that doesn't mean I have a vagina. All yeah, it does. Nick means Nick has Nick a vagina. Means my vagina. We'd, yes. He'd like to come out now as a special episode two hundred two or two hundred three, whatever it is. Yeah. See, and make the know. announcement. It was, yeah, it's uh, it's episode. <laughs> it's episode two ot something. Yeah, it's in your region. Whatever. Check check your listings for. A... I'm sorry, that's a bad joke. But no, yeah, but he. I mean, he absolutely. And remember, he's like, I don't want to take a picture of her. I want to take a picture, but I don't want to take a picture of her. I'm like, Jesus Christ, really? Mm-hmm. So we got a picture. I bought some CDs. I bought one for him, and I bought one, and I got. I took his picture. With, oh. with Ingrid Michaelson and like literally he he's like you're gonna send that to me right I was like yeah I'm gonna post it on Facebook when I get home. he was like okay great great like he loves that picture he loves like I don't honestly, think I saw that picture honestly he could have he could have actually loved BNL but I don't think you know he, he really didn't but if he would have it wouldn't have mattered because he got his picture taken with Ingrid Michaelson mm. it was uh it was it was a special night for for DJ Meat he got to meet the red hair beauty but um yeah so. So, but was what's her name? Allison Brie, pretty good. Yeah, she was funny. She's she she funny. was talking about her band. She's a band. Yeah, apparently. I did not know she has a band. Well, it's a new development. It's her and two other girls, and they're called the Girls. 
and they only sing cover songs, and they don't play instruments, but they have a band, uh, some guys, can't remember the name of them, that will play instruments for them when they perform. And then they, three girls just stand up there and sing cover songs, like classic rock and stuff. Interesting. And she was talking about community and and how the the personality conflicts on set, especially uh, John Oliver and how creepy he is and how he was molesting her backstage at The Daily Show when she was there. I think John Stewart was kind of like segueing into the personality thing and they took it and ran with it as if John Oliver was the problem rather than Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah. Because John Oliver's on both shows. And then they talked about Mad Men, too, a bit, because, you know, she still stars in that. Well, she doesn't star in that. She reoccurs on that. Oh, yeah, that's Trudy. Yeah, I I don't know if I've talked... I probably haven't talked to you. I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I am now doing five weekly columns. No. I'm still doing my Glee column. I know, I regret it, too. I I saw saw your one thing that says, Glee, I... Don't. Yeah, the this past week's episode, which was called I Do, that I added an NT to, was the worst one of the season so far. It was Will and Emma's wedding, but Emma was a runaway bride. And that was like the first few minutes of the episode. And then Will's like, oh, you kids all came back for to see each other, so you all go to the reception. So then the rest of the episode, we don't see Will and Emma. It's just the kids partying at the reception. And I'm like, wouldn't they... Like, go help him find Emma or do something. I mean, they were just using an excuse to, like, get the exes back up and hook up. All the alumni were back. Even Quinn, who's part-time. She's the only one that was dropped from the main cast this year of the students. Emma was also dropped from the main cast. But Quinn was dropped from the main cast, and she was back. And her and Santana hooked up as a one-time lesbian thing. Quinn? Quinn and Santana. Because Santana was all jealous because Britney's with Sam now. And then Kurt and Blaine, who have been broken up for a while because Blaine cheated on Kurt because Kurt was ignoring his calls, uh, hooked up. And Blaine thought that meant they were getting back together, but Kurt said no. And then Rachel and Finn hooked up, even though Rachel's living with some guy. So, But now we think that guy might be a male prostitute secretly. I don't know. Actually, it's been a... What pisses me off is all fall. I'm like, this is... Some of the best stuff Glee's done, and it was almost all the New York stuff. Like, the McKinley stuff is like, eh. But the New York stuff's been really good. But then we get to February sweeps, where it's important, and they completely drop the ball. And the last couple weeks have been pretty sucky. See? And it really pisses me off that they lost... They got disqualified from sectionals. So they got third place, right? The Warblers won. Somebody else got second, and they got third, because they were disqualified. So then they do this whole plot where Sam and Blaine figure out that the Warblers are taking steroids and get them disqualified, which all of a sudden means McKinley gets to go to regionals. What happened to the second place team? I... It's... I don't know. It's frustrating. But anyway... I'm doing Klee. I'm doing my weekly musings column, which mm-hmm. I launched like back in December ish yeah. or January. I don't either. I, I um, took them out and saved them. I, I, I saw like everyone. This week's I felt was kind of weak sauce, but uh, for the most part, I've been pretty happy. Well, that makes twice already. Twice already, I've been featured as the Blog Critics featured article for all the entire day. Out of all the articles, Blog Critics, one article's oh, yeah, featured, but... and twice since I started this musings column, I've been featured. So. I feel like some of my musings columns have done very well, like the one about Netflix and how it might change television, that was featured. Yeah. And then one where I was complaining about award show categories was featured. But anyway, um, then my new columns now is I'm doing Community Weekly for the TV King. I know, the worst time to start it up. But I said, I asked Chris, I said, you know, 
Well, the, the other thing was C42F asked me to start doing Walking Dead Once Upon a Time every week. Right. Which I'm like, those are great shows. I usually watch both of them the night they air, which I can't say about almost anything else. Right. Uh, maybe Community and The Office, but that's about it. Um, and so then I, was, I went to Chris, the TV king, and I was like, pick a show or shows, and what do you want me to write about? And he said Community. So I don't know. Maybe he hasn't seen the first couple back, but I mean, they're not terrible. There's something off. See? Like the Halloween was worse than the premiere. Actually, like, and if you can't do a Halloween episode right, I mean that's what they're one of their like well, signatures. The, the funny thing is, is that everything in there did scream like an like it was an idea by Dan Harmon, but it wasn't. Ex- but the execution of it what what bothered me more than anything was well, there were two things really. One was that. Gilbert stalking Chevy Chase in his sleep and standing over him was explained just by the fact that, oh, he's there taking care of him. Okay, then it's fine then if he stands there and watches him in his sleep. And then the second thing was, Abed, you're in a haunted house. All these movie and TV references he could be making, he's just concerned about finding a screen to watch Cougar Town on. That is not Abed. He loves Cougar Town. But he would be eating that shit up, and instead he just goes and finds a secret control room and watches Cougar Town on it. Right. Which I, which at first I, yeah. No. I, no. no, no and, and what was with the warping library room that Jeff was in? That wasn't part of Pierce's, like, I don't get it. Yeah. And it would have been so much better if we saw, if Pierce was really running around the mansion scaring them with, like, the hands through the wall and stuff. How great would it have been if we'd seen him in the background, like, tripping over things from time to time? He's not the sneakiest, most graceful person. You can even have, like, the other characters catch him, but not tell Jeff because they don't want Jeff to be smug and think he's right. You know? I mean, yeah. there's ways they could have gone with this that would have improved it so much. And also, where's Chang? Like, we've not seen... Usually, he was in the season premiere. Yeah, but... And he'll, he always sits out for several episodes at a time. That's the way they've always played his character. I know. He's got Changnesia. He's not at Greendale right now. I don't know. I'm... I'm... See, like, but then there were some wonderful jokes too, and what Jeff like and Britta stuff. Last episode too, which is like, by the way, they officially said that, that Troy and, and Britta were dating. Yeah, because they, they started dating last season. I thought that was heavily insinuated. No, no I thought it was pretty clear they were dating last I season. I did not get that at all. I thought I it was did. like a. I didn't get that at all. Uh, well, apparently though, I miss out stuff on Fringe, so you know it's all it's all good. Yeah. My my mind is is warping into a sad state of affairs, but. Um, New Girl keeps getting fantastic. Uh, I love, yeah. you don't, you don't watch oh that. yeah, no, I didn't watch this week's yet, but it's good. It's very good. Schmidt kisses himself as he does, as, he, as, as he's wont to do, as he's wont to do. Uh, no, 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 I enjoy a, that show very he does much. It for a parking spot, mm. which is which cracks me up. Is it Schmitty? Did you piss yourself? Seriously, mm-hmm. Schmitty? Maybe and he's like his hands are like this crossover his yeah. cross, like you can't see it. It just. It was wrong. Oh, one other thing about Community. I think yes. I have the genius way to end the series. I feel like this is going to be the last se- season anyway. Probably. I mean, the ratings aren't good. It's not doing too well. The first episode back was good, but the second week wasn't. Um, I Here's what... Chevy Chase has did up a, 10 episodes of the 13th. Right. He'll be gone the last three. So, when episode 11 starts, Fred Willard's there playing Pierce. Because we've already seen Fred Willard play Pierce in Abed's Mind. And then for like an episode or two, do a totally like, nobody mentions it, everything's normal, and he's a nicer version of Pierce and blah, blah, blah. And then in the series finale, do some mind fuck with Abed about how much of this really happened and whatever. 
But I do think Fred Willard should just drop in as Pierce instead of killing him off. I don't like that. I, I like the Fred Willard idea, and I just never explain it. Yeah. And, like, you can even have Ahmed just... See, I feel like that would tie into an, a series finale, though, where you question reality. Yeah, but see, I don't like that because there's some other shows that have done it just... There's there's no way to really top it. Like, okay, Newhart. Yeah. Is in perfect... Oh, uh, Newhart was... I, don't, I didn't say make the whole thing a dream. No, 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 it's not a dream, but you're sort of... It's the same sort of thing where you are sort of... Or, like, Roseanne. That was a dream, too, but you're... You, the last though, season of it. Right, the last yeah. season, but that's what I'm saying. In fact, though, even though it's not a dream, you are, in fact, playing with reality because it is setting right. the dream just in Abed's head. With what was real, what wasn't. Which is, was Chevy Chase the real, you know, Pierce, or was it... Uh, Fred Willard. Fred, Fred Willard. And at that point, so technically, it is a dream, but it isn't. That's why I'm saying I have a problem with that, because it feels... Like I, I, whole... It could be like Abed's telling of their time at community college. Like, it all happened, but he extrapolated... Kind of like a Life of Pi-esque situation, where yeah, because you instead of dealing with reality... Episode. I spoiled it. That's in the book. The book's been out for years. So what? Too bad. Maybe there's two people out there. You know what? Too bad. Someone got mad at me for spoiling the end of King Kong. You know what? Go fuck yourself. The ape dies. The ape dies. I haven't seen it. That movie's but you just spoiled it for me. 1939. (laughs) See, like Life of Pi, I'm like, it's had its chance. It's already almost on DVD. It's already done its theater run. You know what? Green Lantern dies at the end. So? I'm just letting you know. Thanks. It's not because it was a giant bomb that they won't do a sequel. It's just because Ryan Reynolds dies at the end. Mm-hmm. Throw it out there. He doesn't. I didn't think so. I figured you were lying. Yeah. That was... Yeah. That's like... Um, in this tonight's episode of Archer, like, Archer gets bitten by a snake at the beginning. And I, I my first paragraph, I'm like, can they save him before it's too late? And then I was like, yes. Yes, they can. Because he's the title character. And there's no way they're going to kill Archer off. Yeah, because you, you, yeah, that won't happen. You know what I would really like to see in a TV show? Kill off the title character? <laughs> or one of the title characters, yes. What do you mean, one of? Like, that would have oh, to be a okay. show with, like, two characters, like Ben and Kate would have two title characters. Not, okay, let me rephrase it. Not a typical title character. I'm talking about, like, there are three or four main cast members. Kill off one of those four. Oh, they've done that. But it's it's very rare for a show to do that. It's sincerely rare to, for a show to do that, and that is what I'm saying they need to do. Like be more liberal with the death, a la Walking Dead, or even Lost took it easy on a lot of the central characters. Like there were a core that you knew were going to survive throughout. Well, yeah. I, I mean the Jack Sawyer Kate; those were three were, and Hurley. I felt I felt those were the four characters that no matter what would not die. Right. But they didn't really matter anyway because they were all dead. They weren't. They died later at the end. The first five seasons really happened. Actually, all six seasons did. I know. Okay. I'm just saying that, you know, technically though, it doesn't, it transcends space and time because they're all dead. Even though those stuff did happen, you're just watching it sort of happen. And, but really, they've sort of been dead the entire time, but it's because they lived that. It depends on where you're looking at the show. Only only the uh, Sideways universe was post-death. Right, Everything but, else was before But they before all go death. to heaven, or whatever you want to call that. The light. They go to, in the they light. They all go to the light. So, that's what I'm saying. So, everything before the light really did happen, but depending on where you're looking at it, it's either you're watching life happen, 
or you're watching them think about life as it happened because they're waiting in limbo to go to the light. See, I don't know because they weren't dead till the end of the show. They weren't dead no, no, the no, whole no, time. Okay, okay, for example, yeah, Kate survives the island. So yes. does Jack, or so does yes. Sawyer. But she eventually dies. Eventually, it's kind of like Six Feet Under, where you saw the flash still, forwards to the death of the stuck end. In limbo. Waiting to go towards it. Yeah. Limbo is the sideways universe. Yes. But then they but went that's to the what, that's what, But at the same time, it's showing what happened on the island. So you're seeing... That's what I'm saying. Depending on how you view it... I'm not saying that, that mm-hmm. it didn't happen. I'm just saying, like, if you're looking at it from a linear point of view, mm-hmm. the entire thing, like, technically you're just like, oh... Well, they are really all already. They're already dead. It's just that that was dead. only the last season. No, 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 no! You're not letting me finish. Sorry. It's like Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. He exists in Watchmen. He exists at all times. At yeah. All. If you are looking life like that, but he doesn't view time linearly. Right. So if you look at the show like that, you know, you could say that about any show. No. Nah. Yeah, you could. Oh, I, I look at Six Feet Under as all flashback after their death because they all died in the no. end. That's not, but see, there's plenty That's... of time travel in that, and they don't do flashbacks all throughout the season where they go, well, what's going on in Six Feet well, Under? No, but point? I'm saying lost until the final season, they weren't dead at, by, by any stretch of it. So that's why I'm saying that didn't quite... I mean, you could say it about the last season, but not about they're, the whole they're, show. They're already dead. Not the they first are, five. They, not the first five. Right. Fuck, it doesn't matter about seasons anymore. Yes, it does. It doesn't. It, it doesn't does. Matter about it really doesn't. Okay. They, they, it's all timey-wimey, spacey-wacey anyway. Wibbly-wobbly. Wibbly-wobbly. Yes, that's why I'm, that's why I'm trying That's to. coming back in a month. My girlfriend does not know about time travel. And I've tried. I got, I got a text from her earlier. Did you tell her that she's time traveling right now? I did. At that one right hour now, per hour? That right now, that the pink, because it's all wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Right, right now, now, we are traveling through time. Right, exactly. She doesn't understand that. Mm. And she's only she barely remembers Back to the Future, which I'm like, that's a great, great classic. Right. How one of the top. And, you know, by the way, you know how I introduced time travel to her, though, real quickly, like in an hour period, was I showed her the episode of Doctor Who, Blink, Don't Blink. Blink? Or, yeah, Blink, yeah. But, yeah, but he says Don't Blink, whatever you do. Yeah, the episode's called Blink. I I The first one. Yes. Yeah, that does have the time travel with the videotapes and stuff. Right. And she still didn't, she still didn't get that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I thought they pretty clearly spread out what happened. And she, Don't show her the new stuff with Oswin. That'll just blow her mind. The new companion. Oh, oh, well, we don't even know what's going on yet. No, but that if she can't even understand Blink, she'll never get Oswin. Oh, I, I know. Well, I, but her, because I remember she's like, well, she's in a book club and she's trying to ask about time travel and she, she told me, asked me, he's like, can you please explain, can two people exist at the same time? I'm like, yes. yeah, like, but, but. Just to make sure I'm on the same page, what do you mean by that? She's like, can, if I'm sitting here right now with you, can myself in the future come back and meet myself and, and exist at the same time? Or when I come back, it will erase me from existence. I'm like, what? No. Not in the way, you, not how you're asking. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't cease to be unless you, and again, unless there's some theories, you touch yourself, you just dissipate. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people believe time travel is just impossible. Because well, if if it was possible, why haven't we already had people come back from physics, the future? There's quantum physics, yeah, which say that there is no such thing as there, if the time travel does exist, it exists. Well, quantum physics has time as a dimension, which is the multiverse. So you couldn't travel in it because it's all existing at the same time anyway. It's our perspective that 
changes the way we view it. Now, see, I remember Brief History of Time, they talked about Hawking surmises that there's the multiverse, which Mm -hmm. is like, if you, and also everything's based on singular moments in time. So, like, the Yankees versus the Red Sox, that's Mm -hmm. a, even if you don't watch sports, that's a rival thing. Okay. Like, OSU and Michigan, we've been crushing Michigan for years. We live in Ohio, by the way. Same kind of, that kind of rivalry is intense. So, one year, Michigan turns that finally would overturn the tight and beat OSU in football, that would be a huge thing. Well, say you get upset and you're like, screw that. I'm going to go back and stop that from happening. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that you know, because after that, every year after that, Michigan wins. So you think if you can stop that, so you go up, blow up the stadium. So yeah. you're saying you go into an alternate timeline. Well, it's not a timeline. So, like, right now, there mm-hmm. are... There is like a th- there's a thousand lines, and they're all somewhat the mm-hmm. same, but there are little things different in all of them. So instead of right now where you and I are sitting, maybe we're switched, or there's one where I'm sitting, where the microphone's sitting, and you're sitting one over. There's one where we're not even in this apartment; we're in another place, but we're in the same configuration, same. The app- one where you have blue skin. I have blue skin. The one where you have yellow skin, like a the one character. where you have a penis. The one where I have a penis, and not a which penis. is not this one. Which is not this one. <laughs> um, so. I just uh, so yeah, the multiverse exists like that, and then if you travel backwards into one, you you will never get back to your main universe. It's gone. You've gone to a different. You've gone to a different one that's very almost one hundred percent identical to you, but just mm. different in little ways. And and then when you change time in that one, it affects all the multiverses up to a certain. I think up to I think Hawking surmise. I think up to like five thousand threads. I don't remember that part of a brief history of time. I'll have to reread it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I like Hawking. Yeah, that book was really good. I just don't remember that. Uh, Hawking is weird, though. Like, I it's I find it weird just because he spoke very smart dude speaking on plain language I, in a way that very I can good. And I, and I like that. I and like he that. did a really really great television special last year to disprove the existence of God, which was really cool. Interesting. I would like to see that, actually. He basically, well, I mean, obviously his argument was out late over two hours, and there were a lot of different elements to it, but part of his thing was, A, we can observe things randomly popping in and out of existence on a sub-particle level now, so what? who's not to believe that the universe didn't start that way? And the people that argue, well, it took so many chance, whatever, he's like, yes, but how do you know there weren't lots of universes and this is just the one that happened to work and all the other ones failed, so randomly, eventually, a chance would pay off. He also surmises that before the the Big Bang, time did not exist, so there couldn't have been a creator because there would have been no time for the creator to exist in. That the Big Bang, and this is where he talks about how time time speeds up and slows down throughout the life of the universe. Like, at the end of the universe, time will slow down so much that you'll exist in that last moment of the universe forever. It'll never... It, it's exponential. So, before the Big Bang, Big Bang also created time. That, that's why he doesn't believe God exists. Because there couldn't have been a creator if there was no time for the creator to exist within. You blew my mind. I, it's an interesting argument. I really dig it. And I like how you actually quote it warmly and accurately, I'm most assured. I, I sincerely feel like, like you are you are speaking gospel of... Uh, I understand Hawking. what I'm talking about. I love Hawking. Hawking is the I best. I watch Hawking's all his little TV awesome. specials and stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
Hawking is great. It just, it makes me sad that he's trapped in that body because he is. I think he's our generation's Einstein. I mean, he's not our generation, but he's our the Einstein of this time period. Have you seen that video, uh, Epic Rap Battles of History, uh, Stephen Hawking versus Albert Einstein? I have not. That is one of the funniest things ever. Ever. It, it really in all the multi universes. In all the multi universes, yes. Well, no, no, multiverses. Sorry, I said it wrong. It's okay. It's a, I forgive you right here in my heart. I knew you didn't mean it like that. It's okay, Jimmy. No, uh, multiverses are cool. I don't know. Like, if you, if you could see yourself in the multiverse, would it be like in Fringe, where it's just like, oh, it's it's over here. It's I don't know. No goatee, Jimmy, or no beard, Jimmy. I'm like Abed. If you go into the alternate universe and you're evil, you have to have the goatee. Really? So right now you're clean shit. I'm right now. I'm the evil version of Jimmy. I killed the real Jimmy. I traveled into this universe. Honestly, I I just don't believe that. The mirror, mirror. I don't. I don't believe that at all. I think like you're like Flexo from Futurama. Remember, Flexo is the one with the goatee, mm-hmm. or the the what's, what the soul patch, soul patch, and he was he, he comes off you, but then you realize like no, he's actually very nice, like he's the nice version of Bender, and then they kill him. They well, killed tons of characters off in Futurama this last season. Yeah, they did, and that, that really pissed me off. Like because almost all of them, if you notice, are almost all of them are like main background characters, like David Herman's a lot of David Herman's and uh, Maurice Lamarche. And that mm. makes me really sad because they're one of the best parts of the show outside of the main voice cast. Like, if you take away... Cal- Who's going to do Calculon like jokes? Because Calculon yeah. is always a... Like, anytime Calculon showed up, instant... Humor. Maybe they're making room for new characters. I, I'm sorry. It's really too late. What new characters have caught on that you can add in it that will be fully embraced? That have been since the new incarnation? I can't think of any new characters. Exactly. That is what I'm saying. That is honestly what I'm saying. All but the, maybe they get a new batch that are going to be good. The only way that you would make me happy for killing off Calculon is if you bring in the country lawyer. This well, and Calculon is a robot, so they can just rebuild him. Mm-mm-mm. Well, no, no. It's not that they can't rebuild him. Remember with uh, Roberto. Roberto's dead. Yes. He is completely dead. So they dead. just build another Roberto. You can't. Futurama can. They'll just laugh it off as a joke. If they really that, want Roberto, that, they will just bring Roberto. Hey, we built another one. That really bothers You know they would, though. I could totally see them doing that. But then that tells you the respect I have for the new episodes of Futurama. That is true. Like, you know, it, it's not like Community where... It, it's it's a little off at first, but it, they literally just need to find their groove. While Community is just like, oh, this is not game, in my opinion. Futurama, yeah, it's just yeah, not. Yeah, Community Community is just not, like, it, it, it is purely a shell of what it once was. But Futurama started off that way, and then... It got really good. It got really good. But you could also uh. tell that it was just a, a mild, minor misstep. They didn't lose the creative brain behind mm-hmm. the show. Like, David X. Cohen and Matt Groening are still there. Yeah. Still behind the scenes. While, no, Dan Harmon's gone. A lot of his old writers are, and they can... That's what I'm saying. It feels like... That's the other thing, too, is, like, I think that the way I think... Because the showrunners are also in charge of how the show looks, and, like, mm-hmm. editing-wise, too. It also feels like they're letting some of the jokes linger a bit. Mm-hmm. And before, the show was just felt very... Very quick. Very quick-paced. And I think that the new show, it's like they're just letting it breathe more, and I think that's... A, I think maybe that's more of the problem, because the ideas themselves actually seem like harmonish ideas mm-hmm. that... 
The writers, because yeah. that's the thing about the writers. They said that he pitched a lot of stuff, and a lot of, they're bringing a lot of Dan Harmon's thoughts to. The well, show. you know, I, I I feel like on the surface it's the same, but it's that hollowness underneath that mm-hmm. that bothers you. Right, and I think that that that's part of the hollowness is that the way way it's edited be. too. And, and Grant, there's no way for us any of us really know that. I mean, unless Dan Harmon just came back and did the show, but that's not. Gonna it just happen. makes me so sad because that I felt was the best currently running sitcom. And yeah. to see it come back like this is depressing. It's disheartening. It, 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 it really is. is. It really is. I mean, but I mean, what other shows are coming out that, I mean, there's no new shows really comedy-wise that are coming out, are there? Like, they're a brand new series. There's a ton of new Have you heard the latest on Up All Night? It, it's officially done, isn't it? Not officially. They've cut the order from five episodes to one for this spring for their new audience. Uh, Will Arnett just signed for a new to start a new pilot, and Sean Hayes' new pilot is in negotiations to snatch Maya Rudolph. They don't think the one episode's going to happen, but we'll fi- we'll see. Now that they've spent all this money converting and preparing and rehearsing on the, with the new the new format, it's uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't why think we're going to get any of them. I'm sorry, but why would NBC do that? Like that to me is them trying to fix like a broken bike. And you're going, look, the broken bike works. I had four even. episodes from this fall I haven't watched yet. And, and I said, not even worth it last night. I, I started to turn it on last night. And I'm like, nope, I'm just deleting them. No. Like, I didn't think the show was that good in the first place. Honestly, to me, I think it it, it fell into... Remember Mr. Sunshine with Matthew Perry? Yep, of course. Alice and Janie. And Alice and Janie. Like, I thought that. And Nate Torrance. And I thought that... And the blonde girl that was in the class and Better Off Ted. What right. was her name? Uh, I thought that it was an okay show. The problem with it was you needed another girl character to to, uh, to bounce everything off of to equal out. Because the problem with her is they, they took her away from Matthew Perry so quick. Mm, they did. And put her in the hands of Alonzo. Yeah. Whatever his name. Which, that was fun. They actually had good chemistry together. That wasn't they did. the problem. But then it became too much about how he's pining over her and he, and mm-hmm. he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And also, it's his best friend, so then it's just like, well, then you feel bad for the guy, but he's a jerk. You're not really supposed to feel bad for the jerk. And so then you feel bad that you feel bad. Yeah. And then Nate Torrance is funny, but you need something to balance it all in. Like, when they have what, Liz Kaplan, Lily Kaplan? Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan come in and do that. I was Love like, her. I wish they would pay her through a bunch of money at her and say, if we give you one more season... Add her to the cast. I yeah. swear to God. I think, but then she would have never had that arc on New Girl. That is true. And she's starring in a new show for Showtime, I believe. I think where so. she's going to be naked a bunch, probably. So Ooh, I like naked. This yeah, time. I was very. I'm very pleased with. Naked I know. Well, she was naked. Wasn't she naked in True Blood? Or am I thinking of somebody else? She was in True Blood. I thought she was for one season. I, I want to say she was like Jason's girlfriend for a season, but now I'm. Uh, I will, I'll check if it, on... If, if, if it's on HBO, more times than not... I think it's Showtime, but I think it's like called Masters of Sex or something. Well, there is a show called Masters of Sex. I can't remember if that's the one she's doing. <laughs> there is, with Liev Schreiber, I believe. Liev Schreiber? Yes. Oh, Liev Schreiber. He is so powerful. It's one of Morgan's favorite actors, yeah, Liev I Schreiber. I love that movie where he's in a dress. Taking Woodstock, where he plays the cross-dressing cop. Oh, you should also with Dimitri Martin. Uh, That's a really that good. Mixed nuts with uh, Steve Martin. He's the, the he's the guy that works at the place with him. It's a transgender, mm. or he's a transvestite too. Hmm. See, Lizzie Kaplan was in 
uh, Cloverfield. That is probably when I first noticed her. That and um, uh, the Star Show by the Veronica Mars guy. Oh, uh, Party Down. Party. Yeah, I love her in Party Down. <sighs> Come on, internet. Just my browser just died on my phone. Hang on. Well, punch it in the face, Jimmy. I would, but it's a phone. Yeah. So it doesn't really have a face. Actually, the face is the screen. It's the face of the phone. Mm-hmm. You hear about the new sitcom starring Sarah Michelle Gellar and Robin Williams? What? Yep. Are you fucking with me? No, Robin Williams is playing her dad. Yes, she's in Masters of Sex is going to be her new show. Um, this She was in that Marvel one-shot. That's on the Avengers DVD. Lizzie right. Kaplan. We're talking about Lizzie Kaplan again. She only did four episodes of New Girl. It seemed like more. She had two episodes of Children's Hospital. One episode of Mr. Sunshine. Um, Party Down, True Love. Oh, six episodes of True Blood in 2008. So she did do like half a season. Oh, and The Class was the other show I remember her from. I liked the class. That had Jason Ritter and her and Lucy Punch and Jesse Tyler Ferguson. It had a wonderful cast. I'm going to ask you. I really don't know. There's someone going to ask you about something, and I don't remember what it was. Was it about Sarah Michelle Gellar and Robin Williams? Yes. What the fuck is that all about? Is that? I feel like you're fucking with me. No, it's on. It's on TV line. I've been watching all the casting news. I'm trying to been like kind of ignoring it because it annoys me that they report everybody who's in every pilot because half of these pilots won't. More than half of these pilots won't make it to air. But they, Sarah Michelle Gellar, they just signed her, and Robin Williams is playing her dad, and. Is it a single com- single camp? I don't remember. It's a sitcom, but I don't remember what kind it is. Um, what else? What other sitcom? Robin Williams being back on TV signifies the end of the universe. Yeah. They're doing Bad Teacher, the series. If that's not on HBO, then... It's not. It's no, basic know. network. Uh, maybe. It's one of the networks. I can't remember which one. David Allen Greer is playing the principal. And they just cast the teacher, and it was somebody I was aware of, but... Wasn't, like, a big fan of. Honestly, the only good part of that movie to begin with was... What's his name? Uh, Jason... Jason Seagal. Jason Seagal. He won't be in it. I know, but, I mean, he literally was the best part of that show. Lucy Punch. I'm sorry. I am not taken by Lucy Punch. I like Lucy Punch. Because she was the girlfriend in uh, Kate, Ben and Kate, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm not impressed with her. She did the first season of Doc Martin. She did, um, what else did she bet? She did Ella Enchanted. Uh, Dinner for Schmucks. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I have not seen that movie, but I know she's in it. I like her. By the way, you know who was in one of the worst movies ever made? The girl who... Chevy Chase? Surprisingly. Bill Murray? No. <laughs> they are in some of the worst and best movies ever made. Uh, the girl who plays Lois in Family Guy... Oh, Alex Borsting. Uh, yeah, she, she's in the movie Catman with Halle Berry. She's got quite an interesting resume. She, yeah, which I just find it to be very interesting. She played multiple characters on Gilmore Girls. Did she really? She did. Well, her husband was in Gilmore Girls. So Who's her husband? Uh, he played Jackson on uh, Gilmore Girls, Suki's husband. You never watched Gilmore Girls? No. I don't remember I seeing remember him in anything else. That's the only thing I've seen him. seen him in. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, she she did. It was good. Hmm. hmm. Well, I think on that note, we should probably end. Okay. Uh-huh. I still got to watch a movie for class, so we're good. What movie you got to watch? I don't know. It's on... I put You're it, a great student. Good job. 
I no, I had to watch five, but there was like a list of a hundred I could choose from, and I know I picked my last one, but I put it on my queue to watch uh, and haven't checked it, and now I forgot what it is, but it's on my queue. Huh. On my Amazon Prime queue, which I no longer have to watch on the computer because my 3D Blu-ray player does streaming Amazon Prime, Prime, which I'm happi about because I can watch Amazon Prime on my TiVo, but only the stuff you pay for. I'm an Amazon Prime subscriber, so so now I can watch the free Amazon Prime stuff through my Blu-ray player. Yeah, that's one another reason why you need to get. An, well, you don't need to anymore. No, I don't need to. Yeah, but I still think you can get it. It's, it's pretty awesome. You, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? It's some I video game to, system, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what you, you need to get a video game system. Yeah, I've got one. I've got like three. You got shitty ones. You need new current ones. That I got awesome. the Nintendo GameCube. I mean, that's a that was a good system, but you need to get the. It is the, a good you system. Need, you need to be hip, Jimmy. I'm not spending $100 on video games that I will rarely play. But that's you know, And that's your fault. If you would do that. I don't have time. Oh, that, you know what? You're just like that person. Really? I took a vacation day today to work on stuff because I don't have time to do stuff normally. And I have class all day Saturday, so. You know, I hear a violin playing, and that's what I hear. And I think on that note, we're going to end the show. You should add a little violin sound effect in. No, a real one. Oh, a real one? I don't have a violin. Add it on your computer. I'm, I don't have the budget for that. Yes, you do. It's called the internet. It's free. Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers! Uh, go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place! What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what the fuck is that?